Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Your Money, Your Life. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr., Black Enterprise Senior Vice President and Executive Editor at Large. And this is our series on all things financial wellness. This episode of Your Money, Your Life is brought to you by Prudential, a 50-year partner of Earl Grave Sr. and his mission of creating sustainable generational wealth in the Black community. Find out more about why 25 million people turn to Prudential for guidance on building a legacy. You can learn more at prudential.com slash legacy. Now today's show is really a critical topic. We're talking about home ownership and we know that home ownership has been a challenge in the COVID-19 era. This year of 2020, COVID-19, the coronavirus, the economic fallout thereof has impacted homeowners and home buyers. And we wanna talk about that because obviously home ownership is a significant asset for most Americans when you talk about accumulating wealth and building net worth, the equity in one's home. We have the perfect guest to have this conversation, a real champion of home ownership for people of color. We have Marcia Griffin, president and founder of Home Free USA. Welcome to the show, Marcia. Thank you. Such a wonderful introduction, um, Alfred. It is a pleasure to be with you. Is it Marcia or Marcia? No, it's Marcia. I got it You're right. right on I, know, I know some Martians. <laughs> I know, I know. And look, and I take it anywhere. Any way it comes, it's fine, but it, it really is Marcia. So you're right on target. Yeah. So so tell me in broad strokes, um, first of all, what you do, and, and you know, I want our audience to understand why it was so important to get you on this show, um, not only for Home Free USA, but for um, other organizations across the country around homeownership. Wonderful. Well, it is my pleasure, first of all, to let you know about Home Free USA, which is an organization, a nonprofit public benefit uh, corporation. This is how I sort of define us uh, that I created 26 years ago. So we've been around for quite a while uh, in creating Home for USA. Alfred, honestly, I created this organization to bring together the mortgage industry with the black community in a way that everybody wins. That I, I just felt that with um, with getting the, the 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 mortgage industry, you know, in a position where well, they have products obviously that they want everyone to use, but every product is not good for everybody. And the question is, how should our people take advantage of mortgage opportunities? That's going to be to their benefit. And let's be clear. In, uh, for, for your listeners, your viewers, et cetera. Look, at the end of the day, money is made off of the backs of people who don't know. And the more we can know, this does not take a PhD degree to understand the workings of, um, of mortgages and homeownership. However, I will say, that we cannot rush into things too quickly because we are talking about probably one of the biggest um, investments, assets that any of us are going to make. And it is so critical, Alfred, that homeownership be a part of uh, the legacy for African-Americans. It has to be in our vision today more than ever. So when I started 26 years ago, it was to bring that together. Now I can honestly say, you know, through the years, the Latino community, they're great. And, uh, but they have become, you know, kind of the, the primary minority, but we need to get it back. 
we need to get back and focus our attention on building our financial strength. I often say that, that Black lives will truly matter when we have homes, when we're financially strong, when we have access to credit, and we're working together to build our community. It's an absolute must. So that's what I was doing then. This is what I'm doing uh, now. And so over the 26 years, uh, it's really been a great opportunity. But I will say with COVID now, look, we've got another, we've got another issue that we have to face, a health issue and a financial issue. Yes. And when we talk about home ownership, you got the home buyers and the homeowners. So we've got to really deal with both sides of that fence. So, so talk to me about, you, you must be some great points. You've been at this for 26 years, this mission, this passion. Um, and, you know, of course, Black enterprise, wealth creation is at the core of why Black enterprise exists. Uh, but also, we always make the point that home ownership is just a foundational piece of wealth creation. As you said, probably the biggest asset that most Americans across the board will ever purchase, and certainly their first major asset, usually right. is ownership of their own home. And that opens up both the mind, your mindset, the mindset of the family, the mindset of communities to other types of investing and the value of building network. Talk to me about, about what you're seeing today when, let's, let's talk for homeowners right now, just for this conversation, okay. who, because of the economic turmoil, the economic fallout of COVID, um, you know, mortgages, you know, not able to pay their mortgage. Now, fortunately, what I'm seeing, mortgage institutions are being accommodating and trying to acknowledge um, that people aren't able to pay their mortgages and may not be able to pay their mortgages in full. But what, what are you seeing now in the current environment in terms of the emotional challenges that homeowners are facing as they, they've invested in this home. You know, I'm a, as a homeowner myself, I'm emotionally invested, not just financially. Absolutely, absolutely. This is my space, is my space in the world. But talk to me about, about what you're seeing in the marketplace now as you're, you're dealing with homeowners um, who, are, who are trying to protect what they have, but they're doing it in a very difficult environment. Well, I, I really appreciate you bring up the homeowner side, because so often we just speak about home buyers, and quite frankly, for home for home buyers, yes, we have some issues, but with the low interest rates today, which we'll talk about in a minute, that makes it a lot easier for us if we can get through the credit challenges. Now, that's on the home buying side. On the homeowner side, we really need to pay some attention because we have about 20 million people, of course, not all black, who are unemployed, underemployed, can't figure out how they're gonna make it from one day to the next. And many of these folks are homeowners. Uh, yes, the, through the CARES Act, and many of our listeners, I mean, you've heard of the CARES Act, you've been afforded a forbearance. A forbearance is generally for three months, but it really can be extended for a whole year. Now that's something else that another people that that many people don't realize. But so you have the forbearance. A forbearance is just a delay mm -hmm. in making the mortgage payment purportedly until you can get things together, you know, until you get another job or you feel that you can pay on and on and on. So many people got forbearances and many of the people that we work with, they got forbearances, but they really weren't quite sure 
Uh, what does this forbearance mean? Am I going to have to pay the whole thing back in full, which I really can't afford to, which means that if you have had a three-month delay, do I have to pay all three months back at the same time? I mean, so many questions. Uh, people are African-Americans in particular, we're often, look, we're just getting over the last foreclosure crisis, mm -hmm. let alone this one. And so when unemployment and, and the whole forbearance uh, situation uh, came up, uh, people were really concerned. Number one, they didn't feel comfortable speaking to their servicer, their mortgage company. They just felt, I mean, many, many of us, they feel that there is no compassion, and whether true or not, Why there's not? no compassion, people are too scripted, that they really don't understand my, uh, my, my circumstance. And I need someone to speak for me. I need someone who can put my sentiment and my words into the, the it's so that the services will understand my situation. This is the role of a nonprofit homeownership organization like Home Free USA. We do this for home buyers and for homeowners. Now, of course, with the home buyers, we get them ready so that they can be approved. For the homeowners, it becomes a little bit more difficult because, you know, you've got so many situations going on. People are sick. One person is working. The only thing the, that that many homeowners feel is, and, and this is true, I mean, the services want their money. Now, they do have the forbearances, and which means that there's a delay. But one of the things that uh, that lenders are really concerned with right now, Alfred, is that in order to extend your forbearance, in order to extend your forbearance, you have to let the mortgage company know. They can't just extend it on their own. You've got to let them know that Alfred wants to extend his mortgage, I mean, his forbearance for another three months, six months. And these forbearances actually can go into probably about March of 2021. A lot of people don't know that. But you know, if you're already scared to death of calling that servicer, folks either don't know they need to do it or they just don't wanna to talk to them. So they do come to organizations like Home Free USA to help to, so that we can help to explain their situation to the servicer. I mean, in addition to, when I say explain, that's in addition to uh, uh, sort of terminating the, the, uh, the forbearance. But look, a lot of folks say, they speak to their servicer and they say, well, look, no problem, I'll stop the forbearance. But then they're late the next month. Right. And you see, I mean, you know, we've just got to be real about these things. And if you can't pay, you can't pay, it's okay. The good thing is that the government has finally come to a rescue so that you could extend this until next year. Now, what, what a lot of people don't know is that you cannot refinance with the low interest rates while you are on a forbearance. You've gotta, you've you gotta, gotta make an arrangement, right. you know, on that. And so you do have to speak to the mortgage company, your servicer, about how all of that's gonna happen, you know, whether the, the 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 payments that have been delayed will be put 
on the end of the mortgage. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, the 30 years, which is a good deal, quite frankly, you know, put it at the end of the mortgage and then you can refinance once things get better or are you just gonna pay it all right now and start paying in full the next month? Yeah, um, so more about, I wanna talk some more about that because like you said, the forbearance is a good thing. In the short run, okay, the pressure's off. Uh, I can focus on my other expenses. I can try to find more income. You're buying me some time with the forbearance. Right. Good thing. You're taking pressure off of me, especially if I have a family. Like you said, maybe one of us is working, one of us is not. Maybe I have an elderly person. Maybe I've lost somebody to COVID this year. Maybe I'm trying to also educate my kids at home because they can't go to school. So there's a lot of things going on. And I get how a, a forbearance can at least take one thing off your mind today. Yeah. But as you said, sooner or later, those for, for, you know, the forbearance payments are going to come due. What do you think, or what are the options? What do you think is going to happen, let's say, in March of 2021? Um, are we going to be able to expect some more, you know, government relief now that there's been a, a change in presidential administration? Are we going to expect some help from state and local government to, to help people to re resolve this idea that I may owe six months, nine months of unpaid mortgage, maybe a year of unpaid mortgage, um, that even if I could pay part of it, the chances of most people being able to pay all of it in full. Yeah. I, I, we'd love that for that to be able to happen, but that's probably not realistic. So what do you, what do you think um, our audience should be anticipate, if you will, for the, say the, the first six months of 2021 in terms of how this is ultimately going to be resolved? Well, that's a really, really good question. How if, you know, how the government will react. Mm -hmm. Obviously the forbearance period will end at the end of March, 2021. And the question is, what is gonna happen after that? That's a huge question. Now, the, the reality is we really need to think through this because if you cannot pay your mortgage, another option is a modification. Mm -hmm. That means that you go to the mortgage company or you come to an organization, and I will say Home Free USA is a HUD approved nonprofit organization. So you could go to HUD.gov and find uh, many organizations like Home Free USA. Now, you know, so, you know, we, we can help you, but there are many others around. Uh, at the end of the day though, if you can, if the forbearance is not an option, a modification might be an option. And a modification is a reduction in the amount that you're paying. So if you were paying $3,000 a month, maybe you could get a modification. And this is something that organizations like Home Free USA can help you out with. Mm -hmm. um, and we then are with you when you go to the lender to explain why Alfred needs a, uh, a modification and why Alfred needs it at $1,000 versus, versus $2,700. You see, I mean, so you've got to explain all of these things. Um, so a modification is another option after the forbearance periods end. But something is going to have to be done. Do not sit up here. I just say this to you, my friends. Don't just assume that it's just going to evaporate because these mortgage companies are looking for those mortgage payments, okay? And see, they have to make payments to their investors that have loaned them money. So, you know, I mean, the whole so this money- is not going to miraculously just go away. The, the, Absolutely, it's not. But the, be resolved. 
you got the modification. Mm -hmm. And so you have the modification, but let's understand this. If you don't do anything, your mortgage could go into foreclosure proceedings. Mm. Even now, if you don't extend your forbearance and you don't pay, you could go into foreclosure proceedings. This is not what we want. So, so it's very important for our audience who, who are homeowners to be proactive. To Absolutely. Talk to their lenders, or if they don't want to talk to their lenders directly, to reach out to an organization like Home Free USA. But That's just right. to kind of sit back and just hope it, it just goes away is, is a bad move. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I am so happy to be with you today because we need to spread this word. Mm -hmm. um, people are scared. They're stuck. And they just don't know what to do. And as you just said, the, the thing that we must do is take some action. Some action, either calling a Home Free USA, calling a nonprofit in your area who can work with you, with your lender, or calling the lender directly. Something has to be done. This is imperative because, guys, we do not, we do not want to get into foreclosure proceedings and have to deal with all that. We don't want to even get to a point of possibly losing our houses. You know, this is the only thing that we as African-Americans have, and we are fighting a battle, not just a, a health battle, right. it's a financial battle. But you know one thing, Alfred, and, and, and we can all say this people, you know, all of us who are working with many people, we're resilient people. Yes, yes. We have been able to be knocked down to the ground, stopped on and everything else, and we can get back up. But we just have to have the right information. And we have to also be motivated to take action. That's the, we can't sit, sit back and chill. We have got to take action and move it forward. And particularly now, well, hold we're that in thought. a period, go, excuse me? Yeah, hold that thought because yeah. information and getting people to take action is what this show is all about. <laughs> Good. This episode of Your Money, Your Life is brought to you by Prudential, a 50 year partner of Earl Graves Sr. and his mission of creating sustainable generational wealth in the black community. During that time, Prudential and Black Enterprise have collaborated to promote the personal and societal benefits of career, entrepreneurship, and money management. Today, as both new and continuing challenges present themselves, Prudential is committed to helping people to build lasting legacies. Visit prudential.com legacy to learn more. Okay, Marcia, you got it fired up now. Okay, we can't lay in the cut, we well, can't chill. Well, we gotta I, get I, up, I, we gotta I, get up and get going. <laughs> So, so, so talk to me, talk to me about, um, I, 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 I do want to make sure we spend some time to people who are looking to buy homes as well. Yeah. But, but if, if you were, were sending a message, I think you already sent a very strong message about seek the information, seek the help. Don't be too proud to ask for help. If you can't do it yourself, reach out to organizations like yours that will help and to take some kind of action on behalf Absolutely. of your, your, your interest in this home that you, you may have already poured a lot of money in and, and time and, and investment into. You don't want to just squander that. So if you had to, if you had to send like, let's take three big steps that current homeowners should be taking right now or be prepared to take right now to make sure they come through this, this challenge uh, with their homes intact and, and with their finances intact, what would those three things be? Number one, well, first of all, before I even answer the three things, I want everyone to know that what we're talking about here 
impacts people of all income ranges, black people, white people. I mean, it, it, but it impacts us the most. Look, we deal with people who have mortgages that are $15,000 a month. So it's not just the folks that's dealing with mortgages of $1,500 a month. This is across the board. It's a true so, pandemic impact. It, absolutely. Everybody's absolutely. And sitting around not doing anything, as you said, is the worst thing that we can do. So if, if I were to offer three things that we should do, number one, before the end of this year, do something. Either call a home for USA or call a go to hud.gov and you can find other uh, what's called housing counseling organizations. Don't be deterred by the word counseling, but look, we need guidance and we need preparation and we need connections. This is what we need. So do something, take some action before the end of this year. That's number one. Um, number two, we really need to look at where we're going financially. Everybody needs to pull your credit, your credit report. Mm -hmm. Guys, let me tell you, the credit reports, you can go to annualcreditreport.com, get a free credit report, make sure you get a credit report with your credit score. So often, you know, we just kind of stressed out about the credit and all, but you need to see what's on your credit report. I can tell you just for me, I had someone to use my credit card. I wasn't even checking it that closely, you know? Mm -hmm. And just from um, when I went to the gas station and used my credit card to pump gas. Well, you know, within, uh, within 30 days, they had put something like $12,000 wow. on my, and so that's another thing. I then got alerts from all of the, the all of the, all of my, uh, my credit card companies, but they put that on there and my credit score went down by 100 points. This, you don't want this. We have got to be focused on our, on our credit because everyone's looking at it. The credit really does to lenders, to banks, uh, they look at this as a way to judge your value, your, you know, whether you are strong, whether you're going to pay them back. We have got to look at the credit. And most uh, oftentimes we as black people don't even deal with this. Guys, look, just look at it, see what your credit score is. Even if you don't look at everything else, see what your credit score is. And what, what we're looking at is a credit score that is somewhere around the mid 60s going to the 700s. Well, if you have errors on these credit reports, Alfred, this will take your credit score down. And if you don't check the credit report, you know, this is, so I just, I just encourage you um, to, to, to do that. Uh, the third thing is, Really, well, we've talked about taking action. We've talked about uh, either calling your lender or calling us or calling some nonprofit, uh, checking out the credit report. And also um, talk to your kids. If you have children, mm. you know, white folks do this. The, the kids are brought into the whole conversation. Many of our children, they are so smart. We have a, a, a program called the Center for Financial Advancement with HBCUs. You know, we've got to talk about the, 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 the student loan issues. We've got to talk about debt issues. 
for African-Americans, we have the lowest homeownership rate, and we can get into uh, the home buying piece of all minorities in the country. We have the lowest savings. Now we can understand it because we're not making that much money. And when we're paying huge rents, you know, it's hard to save, which, which is why for home buyers, we need to look out for programs that have down payment and closing costs amenities there. But we need to bring our kids in. And look, don't be ashamed. Look, we are all suffering at this point. Don't be ashamed. Don't hide under a rock. Do something because this is our time. This is our time. This is a new awakening for us and we got to pull it together. Well, you know, you're hitting it right on the head in terms of the show again is about financial wellness. We try to deal with the emotional issues around money that stop Absolutely. us from doing the things that are really good for us. And, and, and I, you know, before I move on to talk about what's, you know, what you see for home buyers, I do want to hit on this issue of shame and the point that you made. Often it's the people who are doing, you know, really well, who have great jobs or had great jobs or they have successful businesses and they're making a lot of money. And they are the ones that are ashamed to admit that they can't make a mortgage payment. They're the ones That's that right. want to call the lender. You know, we, we see that all the time with Black Enterprise, that like almost like the higher income in our audience are almost, they feel bad about admitting what they don't know. They feel bad about admitting that they're having problems. And that shame can do a lot of damage to their finances. So, and, and it's the same thing we're talking to our kids. Like we don't want our kids to know that, that uh, we don't know how we're gonna make the mortgage. And you know, it's like middle income and lower income families, in my opinion, seem to be able to have that conversation a little bit easier, but, but the, the, the ones that are, you know, quote unquote, super successful, don't want to admit to their family members that they're struggling, but they're willing, the ability to do that is critical to taking action, seeking help and kind of not letting your pride stop you from doing what's best for your family and for yourself. Absolutely. And look, the emotional side, Alfred, is so critical in our community. Everything that you've said is right. And the thing that I just want to uh, uh, compliment uh, in terms of what you've just said is just to say that when we bring our kids in, it teaches them. Yeah. They learn. They, they hear about credit and debt and savings and spending. They won't be asking for a $200 pair of tennis shoes. Look guys, we've got to bring, we've got to come together. This and see this, the Hispanic community, this is one thing I love about them. They bring everybody together, talk about it. Everybody puts their little two cents in and they really do work together. That shame um, and, and, be, and chilling and being um, just, you know, kind of not doing anything, just assuming that everything is going to work out. I just compliment uh, Black Enterprise and you because this is where we as Black people, we need to really focus some attention on, even with, with, uh, with bankruptcies, as an example. Mm. Look, other folks, they'll file bankruptcy, business people, they'll file bankruptcy in a minute. Well, we don't want anybody to know. Oh, it's so shameful. Well, I got it. You don't want to file bankruptcy if you don't have to. Right. But when you have gone from a business who was making, you know, a million dollars and now the business is closed and you don't have a job, something has got to be done. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying bankruptcy is the issue. But, but if you do that, don't feel ashamed about what you have to do. Absolutely. You know, you know if, if you really have to do that for your financial future. And, and getting the shame right. out of financial decision-making is a big part of what this show is all about. And you hit some of the other ones, student loan, debt, 
getting your credit right. And so many times people are like, well, I don't want people to know that I'm even struggling in that area. Yeah. So I just kind of close my eyes to it and pretend it's not happening. But then it only gets worse. Absolutely. And so why don't we say going into 2021, the positive side is that we need to be smart. We need to be smart. We need to take action. We need to do what we need to do now. The time is now for us to take action, to move ourselves forward. And if we don't know what to do, you got to get some help. You got to find somebody who can help you like a Home Free USA or your lender if you feel comfortable or, you know, listening to your shows. Uh, as an example, the Prudentials of the world who uh, is a big sponsor here. I mean, they have your back. And guys, look here, when you've got giants like you guys, and even us, you know, we're not as big as you all, but we've got your back. We got to do something together. We've got to make a difference. We got to make folks see what we can do as black as black people and we will well somebody said closed mouths don't get fed we gotta we gotta be <laughs> so listen the time that we have left tell me what you what, what your message is to aspiring home buyers in the current environment uh, maybe some people will think that maybe they're not ready or people who are ready but they're intimidated by you know the challenges of the current economy um, but our message is that we need more african americans in particular to choose home ownership so responsible home ownership, I think with the last um, home ownership crisis, a big part of it was people taking on more than they really could financially handle. The mortgage industry was complicit in that, I believe. But it's not that you shouldn't buy a home. It's about buying enough home to meet your needs, but that really that your family can grow into and you can really sustain. Talk to me about, about what, what you and, and Home Free USA are doing to support aspiring home buyers in this environment. Good point. Let me just say here that when we talk about home ownership, it's just, look, it's not about the house with the picket fence. Guys, look, wherever you are, you get yourself a condo, you get with a, a, a co-op, you get something that you can own because it's the only way that you can create your own destiny. You know, at, at the end of the day, when we talk about home ownership, Alfred, in the Black community, it's, I mean, the tax advantages are important, but it's a sense of achievement. You yeah. know, it's more room. It's a better neighborhood for my family and my kids. It's a sense of belonging. It's a sense of purpose. And it's building a community. Um, you know, we, we really, a lot of folks want to be homeowners, but many folks are just stuck. At the end of the day, I've mentioned before about the credit reports. You need to look at that credit report or come to a HUD approved organization like a Home Free USA. And there are many around the country. Go to HUD.gov and, um, and, and talk to them. You need a plan. You need a plan. Look, we had a woman come to us just a, a couple of months ago. She had a 750 credit score. Now the credit scores go between 350 and 850, but she went to buy a car. They were gonna jack her up with the interest rates on the car. She had never seen her credit report, but single woman, good job, You know, paid her bills and all, didn't have a whole lot of money saved, but it's okay. Her credit score, was in the 700s. And she had no idea that she could buy. She came to us for credit help. Now, I just wanna say that if we look at our grandparents 
and our parents, in many cases, they owned. Right. And for many of us, the way the way the majority population is able to buy is because they've got people in their family that can help them. You know, many of us don't have the down payment. So we do need to look at mortgage products from lenders and banks and what kind of down payment money do they have. States offer down payment money. Um, the counties where you are, lenders offer down payment money. Look out for that. We so you've got that, but we don't have a lot of help with 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 the money to buy. But for for those of us who are sitting right now, just think what you could do for your family. I mean, when you have a house that you buy that's maybe let's say two hundred thousand dollars in several years, that house is going to go you know to three hundred, four hundred thousand. That is equity that you're building. And look, we just had uh, a kid 17 years old who came into our classes, this is before COVID of course, came into our classes to talk about debt and money and home buying. And he was just graduating from college. He wasn't, I mean, just graduating from high school, Alfred. He had no interest in going to college, but he got a job after high school working in the post office, working in the post office after getting the kind of information and inspiration that he needed to build himself and to have the confidence to know that, you know, he works with one of our home ownership advisors and she found money for him. The bottom line is this kid bought a condo. He paid the condo. Well, this was, you know, uh, just a little while back, but it was about 90, $8,000, you know, with his new job, 98,000. That condo went from 98,000 to 137 to over 200. He took the equity that he had in there and bought a four unit, a, a four unit apartment building See, that, at, at, at 23 about, years old. We're talking, right? about, we're, talking, we're talking about leveraging wealth creation. Again, like I said, he was a high school graduate. He got a good job, but he focused, thanks to the information and inspiration of your organization, and it's the kind of work that we, we try to do at Black Enterprise, there's two important things that, that I want to you know, underscore based on everything you shared about the home buying experience. One, we need to assume that we can buy a home as opposed to assuming that we're not ready. That's right. Because if you assume you're not ready, you're not even going to look. That's but right. If you assume that you can, then you start finding out information, you start planning. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a personal testimony to that because... I bought my home probably 15 years later after later than I could have because it was my mind was telling me I wasn't ready. Yeah. I went to actually look, I was more than ready and, and I could have done it 15 years sooner. So I think you're, you're, you're messaging about what we tell our kids and what we tell each other about home ownership is that assume that it's possible and go from there. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And if you need any help, and this is certainly one point there is not a lot of, uh, of outreach. There's not a lot of messaging around counseling. It's called housing counseling. This is what HUD calls us. These are nonprofit organizations that are in communities around the country who can help you, uh, who can help you go through the budgets, who can help you uh, to, to get an understanding of how long it will take 
you know, how long it will take for you to buy. You're right. We, you know, on this is just so powerful, Alfred, because we need to go into 2021. Let's turn the negatives mm. into positives. You know, let's be inspired by, you know, the person like I just talked about. I mean, yeah. this is a, a young kid. You don't have to be a college graduate, but certainly we need to think big. We need to understand that there is help available through organizations like Home Free USA and others who can help to guide homeowners, home buyers. We've got to take a stand. Just just standing staying in our house and thinking about it is not going to get it. Right. We have got to take action and be about business. So, so you know, the time we got left, you know, I, I want to. You're doing a great job of doing just what we want to do with the show encourage our audience even during this environment and this too shall pass post this environment we can't surrender our dreams we can't surrender our goals we gotta in fact based on what you're saying we gotta go after them even harder and more aggressively not pull back absolutely because because of the obstacles that we may be facing in the current environment and beyond uh so so listen it, it, just to close it out tell me what, what how people can learn more about what you do how they can find you how can they find home for usa so that those who are inspired and hopefully will take action after hearing this show um, can, can follow up. What, what's the best way to, to contact Home you, Home for You? Absolutely. So you can um, you can go to our website, and that would be homefreeusa.org. And that's H-O-M-E-F-R-E-E-U-S-A.org, homefreeusa.org. Look at our um uh, just, you know, look at our, uh, our information. If you want to set up an appointment with one of our homeownership advisors, you can just do that online. Uh, we do have a 855 number, Alfred, and I wrote that number down somewhere, but oh, here it is, 855, if they want to call, 855-493-4008. Four zero zero two. Look, we operate all over the country. Everything is virtual now. Folks should sign up on our website. Aside from setting an appointment, they can sign up. We have classes. We've got all kind of virtual sessions about money, how to produce income, extra income from your home, like through Airbnb and you know things like that. Oh, it's about business. And I just cannot say enough about what Black Enterprise is doing and, uh, you know, coming at this thing, coming at the wealth thing from all sides. It's not just about the numbers. We've got we've to hit people from the heart and the pocketbook, but we've got to make something happen. So we appreciate you. Appreciate uh, certainly Prudential, Home for USA. It, we're an entrepreneur an entrepreneurial organization and we are about business. We're going to change how, how others look at the black community. I dare somebody to tell you otherwise. <laughs> Marcia, thank you so much for, for just being on the show, bringing the energy, bringing the inspiration, bringing the positivity. That's exactly what we want um, our audience to get. Thank you so much for being a guest. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And I look forward to working with you moving forward and your audience. It's, yeah, it's my pleasure back. to be with you. We're going to have you back on. Just watch. I'm going to call you back. Good. I, I, I <laughs> Thank you, Albert. I'm going to get enough of you in this show. We gotta have, i got to have a, 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 a Okay. Sounds so, great. Thank you so much. My pleasure.
This episode of Your Money, Your Life is brought to you by Prudential, a 50-year partner of Earl D. Graves Sr. and his mission of creating sustainable generational wealth in the Black community. Find out why more than 25 million people turn to Prudential for guidance on building a legacy. Learn more at prudential.com legacy. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr., Senior VP, Executive Editor Large at Black Enterprise. You've been listening to the latest edition of Your Money, Your Life. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thank you.